Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. I'm Michael. I'm John. And I'm Andrew. And welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast, episode 74 to be specific. And uh, we do have to say, sorry for missing last week. Um, some people around us had some dental surgery and uh, couldn't <laughs> talk. Um, and that one specific person talks a lot on our website, or sorry, on our podcast. So uh, we needed Michael to be able to 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 give us information, especially this week. This is not a light topic, uh, if you ask me. Um, so, welcome to Tour Rewind Podcast. Just a little episode where we uh, are just a little podcast where we like to talk about toy lines from our childhood and possibly your childhood, and give you a history lesson about how those toys ended up in our households. Uh, this week, we're rewinding all the way back to 1993 to learn about a small toy line, a small stuffed animal toy line uh, that was released by Ty, Ty Inc. Uh, I think a lot of people call them Beanie Babies. Beanie yeah, I Babies. Know. I don't know if yeah. you, maybe the, maybe if you're listening to this, you've never heard of Beanie Babies and you want <laughs> to learn more about them. Uh, this is the right place for you. Uh, if you know a lot about Beanie Babies, this is probably still the right place for you. Um, so stick around because we're, we're going to teach you about some beanie babies. Yeah. All right. John, <laughs> what you got? <laughs> All right. So check us out over on our websites over at toy, Re toy rewind podcast.com. You can also look us up over at cross the streams media.com. You can email us at toy rewind podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all toy rewind pod Facebook group. Uh, YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. Uh, make sure you put the podcast in there or you'll get somebody different. It's not really what you're looking for, so you want to make sure you get it right. Um, we do have some of our toy box showcases we do, and we put them on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, of course. And then if you want to have a little fun while you're listening to us, check our uh, podcast bingo out that Andrew set up over at podcastbingo.com backslash Toy Rewind and have... A little fun playing a game while you're listening and learning about toys. So we we do have our toy uh, our toy box showcases, and Michael started what I thought was going to be a weekly one, and then literally like two days later went into dental surgery uh, and couldn't talk for like a week and a half. Yeah, so we'll, get, we'll get that going again here pretty soon. Yeah, pretty uh, quick. yeah. Hopefully, once he gets past you know having all that vacation time and everything from work, he can get that going again. Um, Not much we, vacation time. <laughs> I just figured you weren't at work, so they were making you have to keep you know work more. I had to use to some time, but work. it wasn't vacation. You were just hanging out in pain. Yes. All right. Well, um, along with that, we also have we're about to launch articles or not? I guess our articles, but like toy reviews that we're going to do about the some of the toys that we've talked about. Um, so look for that in the next probably two weeks give or take two weeks. You'll start seeing those pop up on our website um, and we'll be sharing those with social media. So follow the social medias, um, pictures, what we think about them, details about them, all the good stuff uh, just to kind of get that stuff on the internet where 
you know, where we're looking for this stuff ourselves. So, um, and then there was something else I was going to say, Oh, Oh, um, for the two of you, do y'all remember when we had the email war with uh, the dorksman? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We should do that again. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe I'm going to start something up. What the dorks? Yeah. They don't ever check theirs. No. Do they even mention that anymore? I haven't been on. Yes. I need. I need to catch up with them. Something his last the last episode this past. Okay, week. they were they were talking about things that I like movies and TV shows that I hadn't seen. So I've missed a few episodes on things because I'm I'm way behind on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I'm behind on I, everybody except for the SDS guys. So <laughs> yeah, um, congrats to the SDS Somehow. guys hitting hitting 200 episodes just recently. Yep. Um, just like a couple a week ago, a couple weeks. I ago. guess it'd be 201 now. Yeah, yeah, they just released it to a week. Yeah, so um, congratulations to those guys. They are like rocking it. Um, so yeah, lots of lots of good stuff going over on Cross Streams Media. So, um, all right, I do have a uh, a fun for all question. Is that what we called it? It's been a while since we've done it. Fun for yeah. all question for you guys. Yes, fun for all questions. You have a question. Um, and it is, it is no related crap. to our topic this week, which is why I'm bringing it up. Um, do you remember the first Beanie Baby that you had? Or not maybe that you had, but like you, was part of your life. Like that you somebody gave to you or maybe you even, somebody you, you know had it? I don't know. So Michael, uh, specifically, do you remember the first <laughs> Beanie Baby that Rainy had? <laughs> no, the the most. I mean, she's got several of them. The bears uh, go in her bear collection. Um, the most prominent one she has is the Aaron doll that sits in her cup holder in her car, mm -hmm. and she's had it for a long time now. Multiple um, cars. Yes. Um, so that's that's the most predominant one, and uh, yes, yeah, that green with the shamrock, the white shamrock on it. But yeah. Yes, that's the most prominent, prominently one we have. Uh, she, like I said, she has several um, with their other with the rest of her collection, though. Yeah. Okay, John, do you remember? I no. Now I do know we've had several. Megan had several when we got together, and somehow peace has stuck with us, and now sits in Karen's room. Uh, we have baby girl also, which apparently sits in Karen's room because I'm guessing that's about the time we got it. That's <laughs> when Karen was born. <laughs> Probably. But no, I, I, I know they were always around. I know we had some somehow, but I don't remember what happened to them. Um, I, <laughs> I, I don't remember having any specifically for us. Um, but, uh, I do know the first one that I really remember actually being around was, a a girlfriend of mine that had one and it was an octopus and it was the one that I, I don't know. I like to mess with it because it was not a bear and it was, that's just the one that I remember. I don't remember what its name is. I don't remember anything about it. I just remember messing with it because it was an octopus. Uh, like mess with the lakes at eight lakes. Talk about that as we get along. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if that tells you that was, that was a later nineties. So, you know, that's just how it is. So, all right. I feel like we're out of we're out of step here because it's been an extra week, but you know. Oh. See, look at that. Look at that. Yep. Getting oh. bingo bingo notes there because 
that was a, a, a sound. So, Michael, you ready? You ready to rewind it? Yeah, let's go ahead. Oh, John's right. answering the phone. Let's rewind so, and let's go. get into it. All right. So, Beanie Babies, they were created in 1993 by American businessman Ty Warner. Uh, he actually founded Ty Inc. Um, in 1986, um, these are stuffed toys that were stuffed with plastic pellets instead of uh, conventional conventional soft stuffing, uh, bringing about the beanie name. Uh, these come in many different uh, forms, mostly animal forms, but uh, they've had all kinds throughout the years, um, different different kind of things. Uh, the, the Beanie Baby design uh, was criticized at first because they were understuffed and looked cheap, uh, but this uh, actually set them apart from uh, other stuffed toys because they could be posed pretty easily. Uh, they weren't as stiff, so they were a little more limber. You can pose them, stick them in different areas, uh, stuff like that. Uh, Ty Warner also said that understuffing made the toys look real. So... Mm. Um, John's I holding mean, up a little. If you got the video here, John's holding up a little bead that's that's from there. Are you trying to put it back in now, John? PVC bead. Well, oh, PVC yeah. bead. This one like has a little slit above its heart, and I don't know why. I feel like that would kill somebody. That's the slit. Bad there might have been the reason for it, but who knows? <laughs> uh, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, another design element uh, were the tags. Uh, the Beanie Babies have uh, two different tags for identification. Uh, there's the heart-shaped swing tag um, and then a fabric tush tag. Um, the most prominently one is the heart-shaped one. Uh, between 1994 and 96, the swing tag had uh, to and from on it uh, to, for, for people to fill out as gifts because they were sold in gift stores, mostly uh, little mom-and-pop shops. They, they uh, just like that for gifts. So it had to and from on there. Uh, starting in early 1996, uh, the tags included a, a four-line po four poem uh, related to that particular Beanie Baby, uh, as well as the date of birth. So they started putting that information on there um, in 1996. Uh, the poem and birthday idea was created by uh, Lena Trevetti. Uh, who is also credited as writing the poem poems uh, on the first 136 Beanie Babies that were introduced. Uh, so they had a little little uh, poem that she wrote on there. Um, and she has more. We'll get to it here in a minute. But she's got more uh, dealings with with this later and, and other big uh, things coming uh, that shaped everything else. So. Um, Part of what created the hype for the Beanie Babies was that Warner uh, focused on selling these five to ten dollar Beanie Babies to small independent toy stores uh, rather than large retailers such as Toys R Us, Target, or Walmart. Yeah. Uh, preferring to have uh, multiple small clients rather than a handful of large ones, um, he had more control over uh, what was sold and and what was produced and stuff. So. Uh, if he had the bigger retailers, he wouldn't have that much control. And that's what what drove the big fad on, on these is the control that he had on there. So 
Warner then drove up the demand uh, by artificially restricting items to each store uh, below their requested order. So what they would order, so they would order a hundred uh, of one figure, and he goes, "Oh, I've only got fifty to seventy-five." So he kind of made it more scarce than what he actually did. He dr- he drove that. That's amazing. Yeah. So. And then by, by cre- creating, this is uh, creating deliberate sort shortages. Uh, he did that by discontinuing old items and introducing new items uh, in an es- essentially arbitrary manner. So he, whenever he decided he would, he would quit making uh, a certain one, he would retire it. And then they'd go crazy because, oh, we can't get this. This one's going to be worth a lot because it's not going to be made anymore. Uh, so that kind of drove the, the, the big thing on this as well. Um, uh, let's see. You know, the, the more common business pattern uh, of, of releasing uh, a new items throughout uh, like once or twice a year or once, you know, at certain times every year, uh, he would just do it whenever he wanted to, when he felt like it. So That's uh, an advantage of doing your own business, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, this all started in, you know, he's based out of Chicago. Uh, that's where the whole fad really got took, took hold is there in Chicago. And it kind of spread as the, as the, the company got bigger and everything else. It was, and so, uh, so 1993, uh, the first nine Beanie Babies were launched. You had Legs the Frog, Squeaker the Pig, uh, Spot the Dog, Flash the Dolphin, uh, oh, Flash the dolphin, splash the whale, chocolate the moose, patty the platterpus, uh, brownie the bear, which was na- later renamed as Cubby, and then you had Pinchers the lobster, um, and this one actually came with an error on the tag that said Punchers the lobster, not Pinchers. <laughs> so that was another big uh, thing that people were looking for was the the error on the names and stuff. So. Uh, Thai Inc. was the first business to uh, produce a business-to-consumer designed uh, uh, website designed to engage the market. So they actually started uh, from the very beginning of the internet and started a online shopping thing where or, or uh, where they had information and stuff like that for for people to find this stuff. And that goes back to uh, Lena Trevetti that made all the poems and, and all that for the, for the tags. Uh, she was at the time she was in college uh, and, and she, she was approached or she actually approached Warner herself uh, to talk about a new development uh, that existed on a lot of college campuses called the internet. You know, it was where it was bigger at is on the college. Yeah. A lot of kids, the technology, stuff like that. And, and I remember about that time I was, I was, <clears throat> just out of high school or, or right, right before I was, I was in high school and college about that same time too. So uh, it was getting big at that, at that time. Uh, and she indicated that the internet was primarily a, a research tool, uh, but college students were making their own websites. And she thought uh, creating a website for Beanie Babies uh, could present a uh, unprecedented opportunity to engage the market uniquely. So it was something new out there. Uh, she, she brought in a 14.4 uh, K modem uh, that 
that Warner to, to enter Warner's office to just to show him how it was. So she demonstrated how the internet works. Warner was intrigued and gave Trevetti free range to create a website uh, using her judgment and skills. By the and then by the time the website was launched in late 1995, uh, only uh, 14% of Americans were using the internet at that time. Uh, so and now it's pretty close to almost a hundred percent now. But, <laughs> so I, so I, I happen, I happen to know that there are people that listen to this website that don't understand the term 14.4 modem that you, you said. Yeah. And that just, that dates this that much more. Like <laughs> I, I mean, to be to have to go on a computer and like go and we we used AOL. You have to go into AOL and you have to say, "Hey, I want to connect to the internet now." Nowadays, you just go to the computer, you open a browser, and you expect it to always be connected. Like it's yeah, going right. to be there. Like that's not it's what just we had. Instant. Yeah, yeah. And back then, then you had the dial up. You had an Yeah, I mean, AOL would come on and say, "You've got mail." Uh, I think when we got a computer, we were at fifty six. 56 uh, was what we had. So to have a 14.4. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was. Ouch. And, you know, we were had 56. It was, what? Uh, see, this was 95. I think it was 97, uh, it was 98. About a year, year and a half after that by the time we got 97. it. 97, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Andrew, so, you sent us that link to dash oh, yeah. <laughs> website that this was, was last uh, updated in, 1999. in 99 um and i didn't even look at it yet i forgot to look at that yeah that was the first website that i ever worked on and i did it with our grandfather who was doing yeah. websites at the time and where i got my bug into doing web web development um <laughs> i should i need to post that somewhere um because the, the the best part about that that makes me laugh and this is not beanie babies this is, but this is just about that website. Um, so granddad did all of his on GeoCities. GeoCities has been, been since taken down. Um, dad had us host his on TylerNet. TylerNet has never removed their servers. So that site is actually still live. It's not a history thing. All of that stuff is actually still live and there. And so I, you might need to go in and update. <laughs> um, if I had the login, I could. Like that's that's it's interesting. So maybe I, maybe I should try to figure it out. So I don't know. Uh, back to that. baby babies. Let's back to baby so, babies. Yeah. So so with this new internet coming out, as people would say, the internet's um, the internet grew. Uh, help grow the the popularity of Beanie Babies because it, it was more getting more information out there. Um, and there was more and more people getting onto the internet at that time. And, and it's just, uh, like everything else, it gets popular. Uh, the being babies, babies got popular and then they started, uh, trying to find more information on this because back then, if you, you just had to hunt for stuff like that, you did a lot of hunting back then. Uh, if you were a collector, um, I know this with, with hot wheels that, uh, now you can look up anything you want. You can find anything you want. Back then you couldn't, and you had to to rely on word of mouth from other collectors. Um, hunt for yourself, make your own lists. Uh, what's out there, and you can't do that anymore. Uh, or, or you 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 can still do that, but it's it's a lot easier now. You can just click a button, and and all the information you need is pretty much there. So. Um, along with the launch of the website, uh, the heart-shaped tags on the Beanie Babies 
had uh, the website <laughs> URL uh, and text that read uh, visit our webpage. So they started promoting that. Um, so 1996, Thai Inc. released a new product called Teeny Babies. Uh, teeny, no, Teeny Beanies. Sorry, I read that wrong. Called I was teeny about to beanies. say, that's a Teeny <laughs> Babies. <laughs> uh, these were actually smaller versions of Beanie Babies, which were sold alongside Happy Meals, uh, McDonald's Happy Meals to ce celebrate uh, the product's 17th anniversary. Um, if you want to know the history of Happy Meals, we have that episode that we've covered all that. So go check it out. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then, and later partner with, uh, other companies as this, as it got bigger, uh, see Ty, pr uh, stopped producing Beanie Babies in December, 1999, uh, with a Beanie Baby called the end. Uh, but consumer demand led them to reconsider and production, uh, restarted with a Beanie Baby named, the beginning so the, in 1999 uh what what ty inc did was they actually put on their website um that uh something something was coming at the end of the year this was 1999 um and then on december 31st they said they're no or, or before before then they, they said December 31st, 1999 is going to be the end of our, we're going to quit producing Beanie Babies. And then they, the last bear they made was called The End. It was a little black bear at the end on it. And they, it, it just kind of drove sales again because people thought, oh my goodness, these are going to be gone. We can't get no more. Well, then he finally decided, hey, let's put up a poll and see what the, uh, what the consumers think. Do we want to keep it going or, or just stop it completely? And yeah, there's, there's the. Now I will say um, everybody thought it was the end. Having lived through Y2K. Actually, <laughs> yeah, actually. Everybody it thought was, it was yeah, the end. That was Y2K. Everybody thought the end of the world was going to happen. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, was I mean, crazy, for them. Crazy night, I guess. For them to run this for even even however long they did to try to sell as many as possible, like that was that was a great strategy for them. Yeah. So they put that poll up, and they there were there was ninety three percent of the voters voted to keep it going, and no, it was ninety one percent to keep it going, and nine percent of the ending the whole thing to stop. So. It was overwhelmingly uh, voted to keep going. So they started again with a new bear called the beginning. So they started all over uh, the first of 2000. Um, so that well, was it. And and didn't quit and everything else. They decided to keep going. Yeah, I guess so. It's like the rest of the world. Um, <laughs> you know, during this time as well, eBay got started. Um Everybody's really aware of, of eBay and, and what's all, uh, what's what it's all about. Um, but at the height of popularity, Beanie Babies made up 10% of all eBay sales. Wow. So that is a lot of sales with as much eBay stuff, stuff eBay was going. So, um, eBay, gosh. And, and that also helps drive the uh the popularity of it as well so people can't get certain things here and there we'll, we'll just put it on ebay and sell them 
stuff. There was all kinds of things going on with those those bears. So, um, and those, I, the beanie babies. Yeah, since we're talking about eBay specifically, since you mentioned it, um, <clears throat> it is interesting to me that I because I was looking at some of these, and as I was pulling up the end, also it, it kind of points out. So I'm looking at two different the end bears right now. One of them claims to have four errors on it. I don't know what those errors are. I'm not going to click into it, but it's also selling for $2,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a bear that was made 22 years ago. Um, the, the, the posting right next to it um, doesn't claim to have any error. Well, it does say with tag error. So it has at least one error. It's selling mm-hmm. for $1.25. <laughs> so either somebody has really overpriced their bear or somebody doesn't know what they have. Well, look up Peace Bear. Peace Bear. Because that was one that I saw, and I saw a lot of variances, but also something about Peace Bear. Peace Bear was the first one to have the embroidery. The, the peace sign embroidered, yeah. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. first one to have anything embroidered on it. So, Yeah, there's a lot on here. If anywhere from nine, $0.99 cents to you know, 250 just off yeah. the top of the head. Just Oh, here's one for buy it now for 2000 so, I mean, yeah, there's lots of variations on these. Um, I feel like that tag is very important. Um, mm-hmm. If it doesn't have the tag, don't buy it. If it doesn't have <laughs> the tag in a little plastic thing, really don't buy it. Um, just go ahead. Like, if you're going to spend that much money on it, because well, you're going to want this to be a collectible at this buy point. buy it, just don't spend more than... Five bucks. Five bucks. Ten. We'll say ten dollars. Unless you're paying for shipping, like don't spend more than ten. And then if you are paying for shipping, don't pay more than like thirteen. Unless you're going for one of these that has really a lot of errors, and you're going to put it away and hope to pay for somebody's college someday. Um, But that hopefully is very soon because this fad is like very much a roller coaster. It. You just have to hit at the right point. Um, Yeah, they were going get a lot of money. I just watched, uh, they have a documentary on uh, HBO Max uh, called Beanie Mania that just came out. And I actually sat down and watched it today. And it has the uh, these ladies that actually got into it at the very beginning and just kind of got into it. And, and it just kind of took over their lives. And they're all kind of neighbors. So they all know each other. They're all from the same little town outside of chicago and uh and they just kind of went with they they just kind of described how the whole roller coaster thing was and at time i mean they were in the media uh one was a uh worked for time magazine and she's like the only one that's ever had a interview with ty warner um and it was uh, i don't remember which 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 uh mag which time uh magazine it was in but uh i think it was in nine uh, 94 95 or something like that but um she's like the only one that's ever interviewed him uh another one's done she kept up with uh, a price guide type thing <laughs> up until after ty and ink had a suitor for using uh the beanie baby name so on the cover so she had to change the name of the magazine um the other one another lady she uh they were all on like tv and news 
uh, interviews and they, they went all over the, the world. You know, one, one actually verifies uh, if you have a, a actual beanie baby with some of these older ones. Some there was when, when it started getting really big, there was a lot of counterfeits coming in and she verifies whether or not on certain ones, whether or not you have one, she authenticates uh, stuff like that. Uh, but it's, it's pretty real interesting on this. And in the late nineties, these were, some of these guys were going for thousands of dollars. Yeah. And then after, after 2000, 2001, the bottom just dropped out and it just, the, uh, the, uh, like the market crashed, you know, and, and they, they weren't as worth as much. And then people just started just, just selling off. Cause they thought they had, everybody thought they had enough to be millionaires is what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And really the only guy that was getting millionaires was, um, was Ty himself, Ty Warner himself. Um, <laughs> Taking money off of it. Yeah. Going back to, to, uh, Lena Trevetti, uh, she, you know, with her, she made the poems on there. She uh, came up with the website. Uh, she did all that. And then when she left Thai Inc., Inc., she was still making $12 an hour. So she asked she asked for a, a raise for more money. And they turned her down. And she just said, okay, that's it. So, but And how many, was, how many poems did she make? There was 136 uh, that she made the first 136. The first 136, yeah. And there was like 70 or 80 of them that she had to have within 18 hours. You know, within a day and a half, uh, I think her and her brother sat down and made all the, the poems that they had to have. And then they put them on there. And then she, she made several after that. But Okay, uh, so let's talk about And they're about a little simple little, they're simple yeah, little uh, poems, I, yeah. I have them pulled up over here. Let's talk about these poems. So like I was okay. talking about the octopus, the one that I remember. Inky yeah, the octopus. Inky, Inky the octopus. Here's his poem. Inky's head is big and round. As he swims, he makes no sound. If you need a hand, don't hesitate. Inky can help because he has eight. <laughs> there you go. Um, so that there was, was one. Uh, uh, she in, in the in the documentary. She read the uh, monkey one. Uh, I can't remember the monkey's name, but. Uh, it was kind of funny. It was like playing a guitar, and he's gonna be a big star. I bet I can find it. Yeah, find it real quick. That was that was pretty cool, or I guess cheesy. I guess I think it's more yeah. cheesy than anything. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. Bongo the monkey. Bongo, Bongo the monkey lives yeah. in a tree. He's the happiest monkey you'll ever see. In his spare time, he plays the guitar. One of these days, he'll be a big star. Yeah, there you go. Um, I liked Baldy the eagle. Um, first off, don't call the bald eagle baldy, but all right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> hair on his head is quite scant. We suggest baldy get a transplant. Watching over the land of the free, hair in his eyes would make it hard to see. So okay. I'm confused by this one. They want him to get a transplant, but then they say it would make it hard it to see. So I'm making hard to see. I, I, I don't know where we're going with this. I don't. My my emotions are all over the place. Um, Doodle the Rooster. All right, this one could get a little scandalous. So, my name's the Rooster, Rooster Doodle, but I mean, all right, like I said, this gets scandalous, so let's keep it down. Uh, listen closely to Cockadoodle Do. What's the rooster saying to you? Hurry, wake up, sleepyhead. We have lots to do. 
get out of bed. It's, it's, it's cock-a-doodle-doodle. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're cheesy, but they're but I mean, like I said, she had eighteen hours to do eighty of these little things. So, oh, wow. here's here's okay, la out. last one, last one for me to read. Glory, the USA bear. Oh, say can you see? Glory's proud of her country. Born on Independence Day, this bear lives in the USA. There you go. Hey, it works. I mean, kind of, kind of grabbing there. Uh, yeah. At a couple of things. Um, I, I would say that uh, Beanie Babies are very much one of those things that are like that fad, like like we mentioned. They, they, it goes up and down because when mm -hmm. everybody sold off in the early two thousands, like they were expecting, like you said, to become millionaires. Um, and they had so many of them. They probably didn't make much money off of them. Mm -mm. Um, no, they were they were reselling when when the bottom dropped out. They were reselling their collection for under what they paid for. So yeah, they were so you're all, actually everybody losing was money losing money, but and they had thought they'd all be millionaires. You know, they pay for college tuition, uh, pay for a house, buy a new car. Um, yeah, it's it was just crazy. Ty um, did do a great job at like like you mentioned the under shipping what people would order and making yeah. that demand in the early days. Um, another thing I didn't know he, he was doing he that. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, he didn't do any advertising. There was no advertising, and there's still not. You still, you, you you don't ever see a commercial for Ty Beanie Babies. No. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, they still, you know, they still make them. They still put them out. Um, I have a rack at the store uh, that's got Ty Beanie Babies on it. Uh, we sell quite a bit of those, but I mean, it's not like it's um, well, especially like everybody weekend, goes huh? crazy over it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, like John said, you probably sell a lot on this weekend. This weekend. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a lot of little, yeah. But since we're uh, going into, by the way, we're going. Into We're going Valentine's into Valentine's Day weekend. Day. So. Valentine. Oh, I thought you meant Super Bowl weekend. Nah. <laughs> I mean, we are going into Super Bowl weekend on top of Valentine's weekend, which is a bigger hassle for me uh, yeah. and probably you too, because people are going both directions with stuff. Yes. So you guys enjoy that Super Bowl. I'm going to go watch a hockey game. Okay. Um. Anyway. So. Yeah. It's, it's... I was going to say something. I totally. I don't know. Uh, but Maybe if you're looking at looking at eBay, you know, I brought up this Aaron doll, this Aaron Bear on eBay, and there, like you said, the the there's so many different things going on with the the pricing. I've got uh, some say buy it now six six ninety five, and then you have another buy it now for fifty five, then you have another one for for two hundred seventy nine ninety nine. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they all this—they're pretty much all the same bear, but they're just all over the place with what people think they are. So, I would say if if you are looking to collect Beanie Babies, that means you probably already have a collection of Beanie Babies, and you're looking for, for specific ones to complete your collection because you want to complete your collection. Yeah, don't ever, or, don't ever buy these things to be uh, to make the, money. These like are not that. Star Wars toys. These are not Star Wars toys. These will not make you any money in the long run. Um, 
if, if you're getting these to have a collection, don't, you, these are not something you can get into to, to, to make any money at all. Yeah. If you want to collect them, collect them. They're, they're very interesting. They have a great backstory. They were amazing in the nineties, yeah. especially their rise and their fall. But today yeah. these have no value. So you're telling me you're collecting all your Batmans to make money off them later on? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm collecting my Batmans. I'm collecting the things that I collect because I I want to have it. Like I I expect this collect my collection that's behind me to 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 last me. I'm never going to sell most of this. There may be little pieces of it that get sold off, but your um, kids are going to sell. I, I expect this collection to get sold when my kids inherit it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know my yeah. might be my diecast collection is not. It's for <clears throat> for the collector in me. It's not for it's uh, financial reasons or anything like that. Because uh, yeah. most of what I I buy, if I ever resell it, is going to be half of what I bought it for. Uh, there are you're going to have things here and there uh, that are going to increase in in price. Um, because they're they're sought after uh like the uh there's certain castings that um have a bigger collectability than others um like i got one right here in front of me this one here it's uh you know i bought it for 30 bucks and it's now it's like an 800 900 car so yeah. um i could turn it's around crazy. and sell it for that much um but overall the whole overall thing is it's not going to uh, and make me any money at all. So yeah, and that's that's with with Beanie Babies. If it's something that you die or you want to collect, do it because that's what you want to do. If you do it for want the fun. something, the fun yeah, do it for the fun. If you want something that you can collect now at a at a reasonable price and turn around and sell it in a, in the next decade to make money off of it, Beanie Babies is not where to go at all. No, no. these things at all like just sorry um Unless like they said, completely you, stop making them and then i don't even think if they stop making them that they would they would you don't think so you'd be able to cash in the way that you could have no it's, it's not as big first, i don't think it'll ever it get to where they thought they were in 99 yeah like, 20 years ago no, 20 years ago everybody went crazy over it uh now <clears throat> uh there it's not so your best chance to get to that point is to somehow survive the next um 980 sorry 978 years <laughs> i don't even think that 20 to what year is it 2020 20, 20, 20 2099 is not even going to be as bad as like y2k i don't even know what year it is so i don't it's covid times <laughs> um so if you can survive the next Eight, nine hundred, and I don't know, whatever. If you can make it to the year three thousand, maybe, maybe your beanie babies will be worth something. But they have to survive also. So, right. <laughs> maybe by um, then, beanie babies will be considered uh, currency. Currency. Yeah. Um, and, and I really, <laughs> if if anybody is on listening to us about this. Prove me wrong. Please prove me wrong and make a million dollars off your Beanie Babies. I want to see that. Um, it won't be for me, but, you know. Okay. okay. You got a million of them and you sell for a dollar a piece. That's a different story, okay? Because that, you paid a lot more than those. 
<laughs> I said make a million dollars off of them. Yeah. All right, we got to rank these because no matter what, we have to rank these in our list. So um, we've done eight eight lines since we ran over to round three on our bracket here. Uh, so, boom, boom, boom. Michael, you're up. Where do you rank these? Where do you rank Beanie Babies on your list? They're not high on my list. Um, I'm going to put them... You know, they do have, you know, a lot of pop culture. It's kind of, you know, and it's, it's been big. It's It's been a fad. You know, it's still, they're still around. Um, and there, there's a lot of people now, just younger kids discovering these. Of what, what grandma, grandpa used to have back in the day that they're pulling out totes and pulling them out and discovering them for the first time. Um I'm going to put this, uh, let's put it um, in between, right under, uh, let's put it between the Migos there, uh, right, right under Dukes of Hazard, above Eagle Force. Okay, so you're going number six. Yeah, six. Okay. Yeah, going six. Going six, John? Five. Five. I'm going to push um, Migo Dukes of Hazards down, sorry. You're going to push Amigo and Dukes of Hazard down. So right underneath Troll Dolls for you. Yep. Uh, right, I'm not going to give Michael, an explanation like Michael. <laughs> Michael went right between them. Um, I'm going to be the one that gets the hate on these, I, I think. I'm going number seven. Um, I'm also pushing Amigo and both Amigos down. But um, these, like like Michael said, there's lots of pop culture there. There's a lot, of, lot to it. But I never – honestly, besides – um, the octopus that I, I have fond memories like are not fond like it's just what I remember. <laughs> um, the other one that I remember is Rainy's green bear that she has in her car, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's going number seven for me. Um, and I, I don't anticipate the Beanie Babies being high in my list once we get through this whole list of 32. So well, I don't expect them to be high. But I don't expect those others to be high either. But I do remember Beanie Babies more than I do the Migo Dukes of Hazards, Go Bots, Eagle Force, and Popples. You know, so got to put them above the ones I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you. I get you there. I think that's. I think that's good. Um, you know, uh, uh, one other big bear. One other big Beanie Baby. Uh, teddy uh, bear that they put out um and this is a big one that that's it's really popular is the princess one uh when oh when princess the princess Diana Diana. passed away they did one to comm- commemorate her so that was another one and it's it, it's all over the board as well on pricing on ebay too so uh, there's some for under 10 and there's some that are up uh, like this. There's one that says five thousand dollars or best offer. So I don't know. Well, here's one that says ten thousand or best offer, and they're not even in a sealed case. I don't know what people think they can get off of it, but yeah. Uh, so here's best but, yeah, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so this one's purple and has a flower on it. Yeah, I white tell you flower. What kind yeah. of, I couldn't tell you what kind of flower that is. I probably um, should be able to because I'm sure it has something to do with Diana. Yeah, it, it does. I just don't remember what the flower is. I can't tell. Um, but yeah, yeah so and here's the tag. Here's the tie. The tie tag. Just a good look at it if you're watching our video. 
Um, if you're not watching our video and you don't know what a Thai heart tag looks like, where have you been? You know, <laughs> right. um, honestly, you should, it's probably the most well-known tag, the shape, it just works. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't have much left on beanie babies. Uh, this is a, it's kind of a crazy, crazy toy line or stuffed animal line. You know, we've talked about a couple of those like popples and, and those, but this is that I feel like Beanie Baby is within a decade, entirely within a decade, they had their rise and fall. And it was not like just a normal, hey, these were popular and then weren't popular. I mean, these were these were like top of mm -hmm. everything. And then they went from the highest that you could possibly make a stuffed animal all the way down to like nothing. Yeah. You know, um, and, and like I said, they're, they're, they're making a little bit of a comeback is like selling for five, 10 bucks, whatever they're selling for nowadays. But you mm -hmm. know, not like, like they were, you could get these for a dollar, like at, the, at their lowest. So, and you know, you know, something's really big at the time when you start seeing counterfeits come out. Oh right. yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've talked about that a little bit on, on certain other toy lines, uh, the transformers, um it's you know they had counterfeit transformers come out uh just people trying to um get in on the game on that and make money so yeah definitely they see that dollar sign and they go after it um i do want to i do want to sorry i want to end with because we're going to start wrapping up it's like i want to end with another poem because okay One I, more poem. I think bruno bruno the dog deserves to have his poem read uh, Bruno the dog thinks he's a brute, but all the other beanies think he's cute. He growls at his tail and runs in a ring, and everyone says, "Oh, how darling!" <laughs> I saw that one. I was like, right, "That that that one needs a, that one needs a red needs a read." We didn't talk about Bruno. All right, all right John. Is that Nobody talks about tape? Corona. I did not. I have seen Encanto. Okay. I did not. <laughs> Um, interesting thing about Encanto. Did you know that Bruno's poncho, whatever it is, his the the thing that he wears over him is in Disney green, which is go away green. He's not supposed to be there. You can't see him. Right. Yeah. And he hides. I think it's cool. All right. Um, uh, anything you guys want to add before we wrap up uh Beanie Babies and uh Encanto talk? Uh nope. Uh okay. I think we're are oh, beanied out are we going to get in trouble for not ranking these higher no i don't think so okay uh then we have one last game that i would like to add to our podcast maybe, every week. maybe 20 years ago we would got in trouble but not now okay i want to add one <laughs> last game that i'll add to our podcast every week um and this is in um loving respect of our good friend larry um this game is called does larry have it um, and basically the three of us are going to guess if Larry has a beanie baby in his collection. Um, so John, uh, you, I'm gonna let John go first. Cause he never gets to go first. <laughs> I'm used to that. Um, but I, I think he does have a beanie baby of some sorts in his collection in some sort. Michael. I do. Yeah. I think he has one. You do? I, I think he has one also. Um, I don't know. I don't know in what form, but I think there's one somewhere. 
within Larry's collection. So um, on Thursday, I'll reach out to Larry. So when this after this podcast goes live, I'll reach out to Larry and we will find out. Does Larry have it? And uh, we'll get a nice answer to this question. Wait till he um, listens to the episode and he hits us up. I don't think I don't I I don't want to not catch him. Like I, I want to make sure. Hey, maybe I'll reach out to him beforehand and be like, Hey, you got to listen to it because we got a new game. Um, so he knows because so I know we get busy and sometimes we miss things and you know. Um, so all right, well, uh, talking about Larry and them over at the SDS guys. Um, again, congratulations on two hundred. Um, be sure you check over uh, across the streams media. You can get all of our information over there, um, and along with all the other great podcasts, including the Dorksman, the SDS guys, Secondary Heroes, Three Beers and a Mic, the Movie Gap, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, Front Row Negative, the Art of the Boar, and Bearing Ain't Easy. Ain't easy. Um, also, if you are doing a podcast and you want to join our network, please reach out to one of us. Uh, we can get you in connection with the right guys, the right people to get if you want to come join us because we'd love to, to grow the family even more. Mm -hmm. um, lots of great stuff we have there. Um, I think, Michael, you had a couple uh, voice messages over with uh, Secondary Heroes recently. Yeah, secondary, I, left, I left one for <laughs> Secondary Hero, actually two the past month and a half uh one for the christmas episode and then one for um they did one with disney cartoons movies <laughs> animated movies i left one uh, for them as well so that was actually a pretty good one i got to hear I, that I, when they posted I, it on instagram it was, i, was I, like, I wow. really yeah i enjoyed that uh, we actually talked about that a little bit about the three that you picked and then you know kind of blew up into a larger conversation because there's so many movies from or childhood yeah. that you always forget yeah. and you don't realize are Disney movies. Um, and then some that you just learn to respect later on in life. Um, I think I got credit for that one in our chat, Michael. I think so. Yeah. Uh, he, I think he, Alex he gave me you. credit for it, but yeah. you know, Hey, it's all you. It wasn't me. Um, so, those wouldn't have been my three movies anyway. So. On cross the streams. Can they leave us? a? They can. Now? You can go to crossstreamsmedia.com and go to our podcast page. Uh, that's Toy Rewind Podcast, and you can leave us a voicemail. Thanks, John, because that's where I was getting around to. Um, you I need, go to, leave I need to put that into my social stuff, too. But. Yeah, yeah, we need to add that in there. Because um, then you can leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think about the toy lines that we talk about. Is there a toy line that you're very <clears throat> fond of from your childhood you'd like to hear us talk about? Or you just want to give us a little story it. about something? <laughs> yeah, uh, leave it for us, and we will be happy to play those here. Uh, for all of our Endori fans to listen to. So um, I'd love to hear, see what you guys think about them. So yeah. be, be sure you do that. So check out crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, check out Cross the Streams on uh, Instagram or Twitter. Just look up Cross the Streams Media and you'll find it. Um, also check us out, Toy Rewind Pod. Um, Toy Rewind Podcast.com. If you check out our website, like I said, we're about to start releasing some uh, toy reviews over the next couple of weeks. So uh, do that. Check us out, and uh, we'd very much appreciate it. All right. Anything else we need to add? No. All right. Last call. Then, uh, all right. Well, on behalf of the Brothers Newland at the Toy Rewind podcast, thanks for listening to episode 47 and play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com.